Welcome to Chapter 6 of the Corporate Explorer Fieldbook. A reminder that the Corporate Explorer is brought to you by Wazoku. Wazuku helps large organizations create effective, sustainable innovation ecosystems that accelerate efficiency gains and new value growth. It does this through intelligent enterprise software that connects and harnesses the power of employees, suppliers, startups, universities, and the unique Wazuku crowd of over 700,000 global problem solvers. Wazuku calls this connected collective intelligence. Find Wazuku at www.wazuku.com. Today's episode is called Ideation from Within, How to Generate Breakthrough Ideas from Within Large Corporations. We are joined by a great friend of the show, a gent who has helped many CSOs, CEOs, and leadership suites all over the globe to drive innovation from within. He runs networks for CSOs, and it's a great pleasure to have him back with us. Kaihan Krippendorf, welcome to the show. Aiden, so great to be back. Thank you for having me. Today, we're going to share one of Kaihan's many frameworks, and this is an ideas acronym. For those who listen to the Kaihan series on the Innovation Show, you may recall this concept, but listen in, and we will jog your memory today. Kaihan, I'm going to tee you up maybe to give us some context for why you created this framework with a little excerpt from the Corporate Explorer Fieldbook. You're right. For a corporate explorer, the ideation phase can seem like an easy step. You're likely creative, self-motivated, a problem solver who has already had a few transformative ideas. However, the most powerful internal innovators have developed a way of thinking that allows them to come up with dozens, if not hundreds, of game-changing ideas every year. They create a portfolio of ideas that have potential to change their organization for the better. Over to you, Kaihan. There are probably people that you dialogue with, and somehow the conversation goes into exploring all kinds of big ideas, right? Imagine a couple of people talking about a movie or in the writer's room for a comedy show, and the conversations just go to these, this plethora of like crazy, interesting ideas. Now, you have that same conversation with other people, I don't characterize what jobs they would have, but you can probably think of few. And the conversation quickly goes to analyzing ideas. And it's like the funnel of ideas. There's nothing getting out of the, through the hose. This is like my core framework. I developed it over the course of 15 years. It used to have 12 steps, then 11 steps, then 10 steps, narrowed it, narrowed it, and just been simplifying it. And I think that there are five different kinds of conversations. And if you spend the right amount of time and manage each of those conversations well, you can have more of that former conversation where you're in the hallway and you're talking about things and what comes out of that conversation are big ideas. And so there are these five different types of conversations that we want to have. So before we get into it, I thought it was really important to say that this, you're not like an academic who's created a framework and just put it out there and hope for the best. You've worked with many teams. Mm -hmm. That's why I said that at the start. You've seen this work. You've seen this transform organizations where they have this repertoire of ideas in the war chest for when they need them. Perhaps conditions change, regulations change, and they can go into that war chest and go, it's t the time is right for this one, et cetera. That's an important aspect yes, of your yeah, work. I have been, as I've said, I've been doing this for 15, 20 years, actually doing it. I don't know, maybe 600, maybe a thousand such workshops. I'm going tomorrow to 
a school district here in Florida where we're going to do it. And then I'm going to go next week to Wharton Business School where we're going to do it. The framework, it's, it works. It works. And it doesn't work because I know something that other people don't know. It's just, I, this is what I've been doing for a long time. And so I can measure that it's generated at least $2.5 billion in incremental annual revenue. That's a number that's five years old. I just don't see always what ideas come out of it. I think it's much more than that, but at least I can link to that much revenue. And once you know the methodology, you don't need anything more from me. You just need to be conscious of it. And so it is learning how to eat with a fork and knife. You just learn how to do it. Oh, of course, this is how you eat. Now, I hope you got commission yeah, on this 5 billion, man. <laughs> <laughs> Different business model. Okay, let's get into the framework because it's absolute gold. And I'm going to show on the screen right. with your permission, Kaihan, the diagram just to help people guide them through this framework. Yeah, so imagine, dissect, expand, analyze, sell. So at the top, we have imagine. And when you get together with someone, what you want to do is you want to have an imagine conversation. This is to practice mental time travel and have them step out into the future and envision the ideal possible future. This is linking to your vision or your mission or your big, hairy, audacious goal, or there are lots of different words and techniques that you can use that all are about having people envision the future. What's the outcome that we want? And what is the outcome that we don't want? And create that tension between what we really want and what we don't want. And now you give people the impetus to think differently. So that's the first part. The next is dissect, and it's important that you don't miss this step because sometimes after you come up with what do we want, we immediately go to ideation. The risk, however, is that you then focus on the wrong part of the problem. Let's say you're growing a business, and you might find that you always are talking about sales, or we're always talking about people, or we're always talking about operations. You give a child a hammer, everything looks like a nail. We all fall victim to this. We tend to go back to the same area of the problem. Now, how do you do dissect? Depends on the nature of the problem. You could create a systems map. You could create an issue tree. You could create a root cause analysis. In my methodology, because we're mostly applying it to business models and businesses, we use a business model framework of these nine different Ps, but you could use any kind of framework. But it's, hey, maybe it's a sales problem, but we always talk about sales. What if we tried to solve this problem differently? What if we thought of it as a pricing problem? oh, wow, we don't really talk that much about pricing. We just assume this is the way you price. If we did that, then it leads the conversation to a different space, right? Then you get to expand. That's expanding your option set. And this is the ideation method process. This is what I began the process with. My first two books are based off of these set of 36 patterns, thinking patterns. And so you start applying patterns. You could say, what would Blue Ocean Strategy tell us here? What would... Rita McGrath's discovery driven planning tell us here. What does economies of scope or what is economies of scale or what is first mover advantage or what is second mover advantage? You try all these different frames. I think they're 36 and that help you ideate. Now you've got lots and lots of ideas. And what do we do with a thousand ideas or a hundred ideas? Typically when you use this methodology, you end up with between 40 and 190 ideas. And you can't execute all 190. So then you go to analyze. Let's analyze those ideas and decide which ones we want to pursue. And there's a certain way that you want to do that, which we could talk about. There's a matrix where you make sure that you don't kill off the disruptive idea because the tendency at that stage is to fall back into doing what we already know works because the innovative idea, it's hard to prove it at the time. 
And then sell is the final step is not selling the idea necessarily to customers, but selling it to your people, to your suppliers, to your distributors, to your ecosystem, to your board, getting buy-in for the resulting strategy. Imagine, dissect, expand, analyze, sell. And if you could sit in the back of a room and measure, and I've gotten to do this a few times in a conversation, just measure when are they having an imagine conversation or a dissect or expand or analyze, you start seeing that often we compress the expand. So you go, imagine, what do we want? Oh, we want this, dissect. Let's focus on pricing. Expand, here's an idea, analyze that idea. Oh no, that won't work. Here's an idea, oh, that won't work. Here's an idea, I don't think that'll, and you don't get enough ideas through. If instead we stopped and we said, Here's an idea. Great. What's another idea? What's another? We stick on expand. So your 30-minute conversation is maybe five or 10 minutes of expand and then go to analyze. And there's a way to analyze that many ideas efficiently. Then we can increase the throughput of ideas. One of the things I love about the ideas framework is not only that you go through this process and then you have all these different lenses, as Kayan said, through his book, which is a great book, The 36 Stratagems, using them as these different lenses. If you're interested in that, I'll put a link in the show notes to find Kayan's episode on the Innovation Show about that. But one of the things I love is that each of these steps inoculates a barrier. So imagine with practical, dissect with obvious, expand with expert, analyze what works, and sell and the cog. So maybe you'll take us through this concept of, okay, you have these in place. These are the barriers you'll run into. Because I think it's really useful for people to know that barrier is typical across successful organizations. Yeah. yeah so these different conversations, they inoculate people who might hinder the idea, the breakthrough idea from getting through the conversation. And you want to know, you are one of those people. We are one of those people. And maybe we're multiple people. So under imagine, which you're stepping out to the future, what you will meet is practical. Who you'll meet is practical. And practical will say, look, we don't have time to talk about five years from now. We have to deal with this quarter. And one way to address practical is to say, look, we are going to play the short game and the long game, right? We're not going to have, we don't get to choose. We're going to have to deal with the near term, but we also are going to need to have the long term. So we're going to handle that. Dissect, you meet obvious. And obvious is the person who says, this is obviously a sales problem. Oh, this is obviously an IT problem. This is obviously a marketing problem. As I said before, you give a child a hammer, everything looks like a nail. We all fall victim to this. So what you can do with dissect is you can take out a framework. In my case, it's these nine Ps or eight Ps, depending on which one you use. You could use a business model framework. You could use any kind of framework and say, look, sales is this, but if we do sales, if we consider sales, then we also should be considering people and operations, and maybe we should look somewhere that we don't normally look. That's what dissect is about. So that helps us overcome obvious. You get to expand. The person that pops up is the expert. And the expert has seen it before. And they'll say, oh, we tried that before. Oh, technically that won't work. Oh, the regulations won't allow it. And what you can tell expert is thank you for that contribution. But it's going to be more helpful in the next conversation where we're analyzing it. Right now we're just ideating. When you get to analyze, you get to meet what works. What works will say something like, that was fun talking about those big, crazy ideas, but we know what works. Let's just get a little more efficient, save some of that money, and invest it in marketing and sales. And most growth strategies are some combination of those three things, right? And what we can tell what works is similar to what you tell the practical person, which is we are going to do what works, and we are also going to 
turbocharge our strategy with some what I call fourth options, some big ideas. And when you get to sell, it depends on your context who sell is, but often sell is the cog. The cog is the person who says, look, we're just a cog in the wheel. Nobody will ever listen to us. Let's just go back to doing what we're doing. And what I appreciate is every great innovation has come from a small group of people working inside an established company. Or at least 70% of them have come from people working inside established companies. That is the foundation. That's the beginning of great innovation. It's not easy, but it is possible. And we want to recognize that sales process, the internal sales process, is half of the problem-solving process of an innovation. Beautiful, beautiful. Inspired, man. Absolutely inspired. Because I just want to let our audience know what you're experiencing happens everywhere it's not just your organization every great idea look at so many amazing ideas the ipod steve wozniak trying to sell the idea to hp of the computer no like time and time again th this comes up kyan i mentioned at the start that you run workshops you have your own Substack, a pro account Substack as yes. well where is the best place to find you to find out all the work that you do I would go to kaihan.net. That's my primary website. So you can link to my Substack there. You can sign up for my newsletter there. You can read my content there and a bunch of free tools. That's probably the best place to. Author of the chapter entitled Ideation from Within, Kaihan Krippendorf, thank you for joining us. Great to be here. As always, the Corporate Explorer series is brought to you by Wazoku. Wazoku helps large organizations create effective, sustainable innovation ecosystems that accelerate efficiency gains and new value growth. It does this through intelligent enterprise software that connects and harnesses the power of employees, suppliers, startups, universities, and the unique Wazoku crowd of 700,000 plus global problem solvers. Wazoku calls this connected collective intelligence. You can find Wazoku at wazoku.com. See you soon.